It's time to chill. Are you going to record it's a theme song? It's time to sit down and get real. It's time to spill. <laughs> okay, it needs a little work. I like that, actually. I'm, I'm, so little... I'm, I'm inspired because, you uh-huh. know, I was talking about Trixie Motel right. in the uh, ep- this last episode. Trixie even wrote the theme song for this shit. Well, it's I mean, like, of course. It's just so, of oh, course. gosh, I bet. Her mind. Anyway. Okay, calm down. Let's talk <laughs> a little bit about culture today. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, I'm talking about Trixie because that is something I'm actually kind of obsessed with. But I think it would be very telling uh, for us as well as for our audience to kind of talk about what are some of the things that we were obsessed with early on that made us say, you know oh, what, gosh. pop culture is for us. Pop culture is for me. And I am a um student of pop culture i am a purveyor of pop culture what were those things in your childhood that kind of got you sucked in am i starting first uh sure yeah uh right off of the bat i think i kind of mentioned this to you earlier uh say my name say my name (laughs) destiny's child i have been a fan of destiny's child since the very beginning i've actually been, and I, I tell you more about this offline, but just girl groups in general. I've always been obsessed with girl groups. Okay, so t- I mean, it's tell also, me online, like what what is well, the- I'm, it's it's an idea I have, but and I don't want nobody to steal it, so that's why I have to tell you the idea offline. Oh gosh, okay. but that's, that's copywritten, so don't copy me, right? But that's besides the point. Back to Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child was the first like experience I've had with pop culture that. I was obsessed with that. I just, what about these, what about Latoya, Latavia, Kelly and Beyonce that fascinated me so much. And I don't, I was just from, I had posters on my bedroom wall. I had cutouts of each of them individually. I had all of their albums, all four of those albums is it four? One, yeah, all four of those albums. I probably need to go back and brush up on album number one, but I could confidently say that I could play roulette with any of those songs and know the words to every single song. Okay, that's very nice. Okay, so that was definitely an obsession for you. That was my, I think that was my pop culture introduction. Okay. Because from there, I spawned out into more girl groups and more artists in general. Like I was really fascinated with music, like music artists at first. Those that's what got me. And then once I started uh, getting older and getting involved in like theater, I kind of gravitated more to the actors and started getting obsessed with a lot more of the actors because it was something that I got to see behind the lens on and like knew about. And so that it just kind of that's how it kind of branched off from there into this whole thing we do now with tv because tv has become so fascinating to me but that was my starting point what about you nice i think for me it was a combination of things because i felt like all of these things started to hit at a certain time and i do feel like the britney spears baby one more time was maybe a turning point for me, that video yeah. Yeah, and that yeah. project, dun, dun, that was uh, that was a turning point for me where it became to become a little bit of an obsession. I became yeah. obsessed with like Britney and like all of the great things the that she girls. was doing in a very different way. And it was, you know, and then the introduction of like TRL and those types yeah, of things. Yeah, TRL was another big moment. But there was one project in particular where I actually remember kind of really 
it was an obsession and it was I was a, becoming a student to kind of figure out exactly what it was all about. Mm-hmm. But the Temptations TV movie. Oh, yeah. That was a very big time and it made a huge impact on me for some reason. I'm not sure exactly why, but it was it made a, such a huge impact on me. Um, my aunt at the time knew like I loved it and I was like obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I guess she like pulled it out of a TV guide, but she pulled an article out of a TV guide that had like the entire um, history of like the temptations and kind of, you know, shared a little bit of like how they got together, which each, each one of them was from. Like, it was just like a nice inf- informative article, article that TV Guide did. Mm-hmm. And I remember just reading that like over and over. And she used to keep it in her Bible. And like during church, I would pull it out of her Bible and I would read it over and over. And she would quiz me on those things. And like I got to like, that's how I knew like David Ruffin was from like, why not Mississippi? And like, there was just like a lot of like, different aspects Shout of that where I became pop quizzes. <laughs> I became like obsessed with that project, the actors in that project and learning everything I could about temptations, which then kind of went on to, you know, the other Motown groups and just how it all interconnected. It branched out that was there. like my first like deep dive into pop culture, getting like super crazy nerd about it. Now wasn't Cynthia Bailey's ex in that movie? What's his Leon, name? Leon. Yes. Thank he played you. David Ruffin. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But that was like my very, like, like that was my very first thing. And it was interesting because it was like television, but it also incorporated music. And, you know, it was a really good movie as well. And it was like a huge, it was definitely a huge point for me. Okay. Um, But that, and then kind of happening with like Britney Spears and that kind of like thing on the musical side. Um, Yeah. I think a resurgence. So like there were things that like kind of like prompted a resurgence for me to go back. And I think when I'm I know I'm really into something when I go and research it, you know, like outside of just like the general knowledge. Right. The Janet Jackson icon special. Which was who was involved. So MTV did uh, they used to do this thing called MTV's icon. Right. And Janet Jackson was the very first one to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they did. I can't remember who they did after her. They did it a couple more times, but I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But they had all these artists who come and did like a night of yes, like I'm a saying, tribute. Who was involved? Who was there? Oh, artists? I mean, it had everyone. Um, so Destiny's Child came and did Let's Wait a While. You had uh, Macy Gray do Love Will Never Do Without You, mm-hmm. I believe. There was a dance tribute performance that had Maya pink and oh, usher yes. in it as well yes um and then she came out at the very end and performed yes. all for you and all of the background dancers were dressed in white that. as yes. former okay janet jackson's that was a crazy like okay. resurgence i'm now a student i'm now a student and i'm learning about janet janet jackson um and you know all that she's done and all that she's brought to the music world mm-hmm. i wouldn't say that yeah, you're when so you talk about this resurgence. When did this happen? Like, so, like, for me, it, because I had grown up not in the Janet Jackson era, right? 
I mean, like a recent, it like caused me to go back. Oh, and take a look at and took take a look at like the history. Mm-hmm. Like once I like and I started to kind of research. Like okay, this is what control actually did, and this is how important it was, and like right. you know, just that those kinds of things that um, I just became obsessed with. I became obsessed. Okay. Yeah, I had a few like I think I felt had like a few mile markers on my way, and you mentioned okay. one of them. Uh, TRL was another huge moment for yeah. me. Um, like any other aspiring TV host out there, you wanted to be a TRL VJ. Like, and like getting off of like the bus, getting home from school to watch to, TRL. To, it's specifically that was like in thing. time to watch that TRL. That was a thing because it came on at like 3.30 or whatever. Yeah. And you had to, yeah, we had, had to, to get be there. At home. And, and watching Carson Daly in and yeah. out. And just the, I, I literally was obsessed with TRL. Do you remember the VJ competition? I, I applied. Jesse. I applied. Like um I did my video. Talia. They were all like they were all like VJs. They were in that like one big like competition. They've had a few. I do remember that one and then there was another one that Lala won. Mm. And Lala was a VJ on there. Yep. Um I also really loved MTV News. Like the I that Serena was what Alchul, I aspired to. Dave Holmes, uh yeah, Kurt Loder, Suchin. Yeah. Yeah, that was also like Chuck very... Norris. Chuck Norris or Chuck John Norris, Norris? John Norris. They're like, what? I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on. Chuck Norris, John oh, Norris. I mean, definitely, yeah, like huge, yeah. huge moments uh for me. I will say this. One of the things that like I guess it like blew the roof off into like black culture specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened and I don't know what my parents were smoking, but I did not know about the whiz until I became like oh. a teenager. No, I think I knew like I did not a know. little earlier. I mean, I, I did don't know, not maybe know. 13? And um, know. it was one of those things of like, I had to go back like, I, I learned about it like, yeah, later, and I had to go back and like watch it. Oh, yeah. I think my grandma is the one that showed. Yeah, I was like a teenager when I me. found out that the, this like existed. And it was like, how does this like Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, like all of these people, and how did I not know about this? Right. Um, I do remember that. So that was like a part of like film that like really got me. Mm-hmm. And then. I don't know if you remember this. This used to be a thing. I was crazy about E! True Hollywood Story. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. E! True Hollywood Story had me thinking I knew everything on everybody. That absolutely. and uh, Mysteries and Scandals. I, well, I was to say, if you're going to throw those in, then you have to throw in Behind the Music on VH1. Yeah, okay. And then okay. you also have to throw in... Uh, uh, diary on MTV. Diary is a little different because they're telling their story, right? But some okay, okay. But each true Hollywood story, they would right. drag these girls. <laughs> each true Hollywood story is where they used to drag the girls. I, like I mean, geez, boy, everything. Put all their business out there, yeah, on Front Street. <laughs> all their business and have people talking about it. It was just such a. It was such a unique time in pop culture, like that. Like to have that. <laughs> It kind was. of helping like fuel and like you know educate me on the stars and you know people from yesteryear but also who still have like some presence today right so that was always like um a huge a huge thing and then i feel like we can't hop off of this without talking about making the band 
Well, I mean, if we're if we're sticking with the MTV-ness, absolutely. Making the band was a iconic moment. Making the band was so crazy for me, and I, I was loved it. And it was, you know what? Making the band was the first time that I ever went to the store to get the CD on the release day. Oh, really? Danity Kane. That was the first time that I had ever, I like, definitely bought it, but. That was the first time that I ever, like, okay, it, it releases this Friday. I'm going, okay, mm. let's go. And I went to the store and they did not have it. And I like, mm. I why didn't they have a it? bitch fit? I don't know. I, I don't know if they like just didn't put it out yet. Now, keep in mind, I live in Harrodsburg, mm-hmm. Kentucky. So, I mean, then, it could be very hey. well that they didn't even get it. You so, know what I'm saying? But they, I mean, I remember buying it later on, but yeah. I remember that like going to it uh, the store on the release day to go, like how I'd seen people do on TV. <laughs> You know, like how you see people do on TV, like go on the release day and do what? Went to go buy the album oh, of like the yeah. artist, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did that and I was like, okay, I'm going, child. <laughs> a mess. Well, but making the band was now. making the band was a, a huge moment in pop culture. Like, Pivotal. I mean, make, like, I will even say Danny Kane, yes, was a big part, but I even give props to the band as well. Because that Absolutely. was iconic as well. They set this foundation. Yeah, that was iconic as well. Without so. the band, Danity Kane and Day 26 would have never existed. So, Because the band was uh, niggatry at its <laughs> finest. It was so... Pr- and I oh loved gosh, every minute of it. I swear such, there's a fight like every day, every episode. It was it was not every episode, but it was definitely there multiple was a fight episodes. Every episode almost. And it was chaotic. Between the same people. It was it was just chaotic to have all of them Aren't you tired? in the same house. <laughs> Are was, we not tired? <laughs> it was a lot. Y'all gotta be tired of fighting. Like you gotta be tired. So just take a break. But I loved it. Um any other things that kind of come to your mind like that were Super huge points for you of, in Big terms of pop, pop culture, culture moments. Uh, I mean, we haven't. I mean, we have talked a little bit about reality TV. Making the band is reality TV. Yeah, I um, think uh, Dream Girls with Jennifer Hudson was that, another big moment for me. Yeah, that was a wow. I think that was what really got me invested in like that film and huge. screen and stuff like that. And like, okay, so this is how you make a movie. Yeah, and this is how and like being able to follow American Idol. You know, being able to follow. <laughs> Idol this girl game. from American Idol to this movie. Did you ever vote on American Idol? I did. You dialed 186 Idols 5, Idols 2, depending on who. Remember Singular Wireless? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Or you could text, you could text too. I um American Idol was another big moment. I not so much like now or I'll shorten it up. Seasons 1 through 3. Yeah, I'll give I'll give mine that. seasons 1 through 5. Taylor Hicks is when I kind of got off. No. Or See, no, no, no. No, that's not true. I left it. Jordan Underwood Sparks. Was season five. Was, she, was she was season four. four. She was four. Taylor Hicks was five, and then I think Jordan Sparks was six, and that's when I jumped off. I was obsessed with American Idol season one through three. Obviously, season three to me, in my eyes, for me, is the best season ever of Amer- of um, American Idol. Season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. A it good had season. the best talent on there, and it was a stacked uh, cast. It was a stack. The reason why I stopped watching is because I lived and died with Jennifer Hudson. I did. I did. Yeah. And the moment she got voted off, I was like, I'll never watch the show again. 
and I did. You know the story behind that, though. Yeah, I do with the storms and stuff up yeah, here, knocking like out the a, power there was lines. A power outage in Chicago. I feel like I learned that on that. a true Hollywood story, probably, or mysteries and scandals, probably. Where. But that was another big pop culture moment for me. The first three seasons of American Idol. Yeah, I think like it's crazy to think about how much of that that type of television has been warped into what it is today. Night and day. Because it seems like that those formulas just died out and just would not, possibly could not work. Um, They're not sustainable. Yeah. People got bored. And because so they it had was, to up the ante. But it was a very was big, a, What a time huge, to be alive. Yeah, it was a very it was good a new living. platform. Yeah. American Idol was the first. Yeah. They were the first of of its it kind. Nobody had done a single competition like that. It was, kind of, it was crazy to kind of think how that just, I mean, snowballed into. I mean, look what you got. What it now. is now, which is all it's oversaturated. So, um, but yeah, I think it was cool to take this little trip down memory lane and see like what were those things that were that were standouts for you and important to you. Um, because I mean, I'm gonna have plenty more. I mean, I I do too. Like, I can. There's so many things that have like I I was obsessed with as a little kid, and you know me with music. I listen to a song over and over and over. Um, but it's you know it's just cool to kind of pick out some of these. We might do another one of these. Well, maybe I'm not done talking. Oh, you have okay. Come on. Maybe I'm not done talking now. Oh gosh. Okay. Here Let we go. Let me just say I I am. Let me just say this one thing because <laughs> you brought up this other point. I. I am a, I, just like I think one of the reasons why we have such a good relationship is because we are both students of pop culture. Right. We, um, just this un, unnecessary and probably unhealthy, unhealthy knowledge of just random shit mm-hmm. in pop culture. But I, I knew from an early age, I was like, yeah, this, this, I want to do. This, this is the life I want. This <laughs> This this is I this I is life I want. I want to be one of those people that like just has this wealth of knowledge of like pop culture because it's yeah. always good conversation starters, especially when people are oh what's so and so's name and then you know it you're like how do you know that I know a lot what can I say I just I students of pop culture that's what I like to call myself and always learning because I got to keep up with these young kids now and I have no clue who they are. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's definitely died down for me a bit or the interest yeah. has. I have no clue um, who they are. And trying to keep up with who it's everyone is. It's just more is. focused. It's more but focused it's, now. Yeah, yeah. I've, I feel like I have ventured so much not off into like the music frame of mind, but I've definitely taken a deep dive in like certain reality franchises and yeah bravo and has like you that. trapped in the basement i don't think bravo has me trapped i think you know I everything pick, there is to know about bravo. i know i think i pick my franchises i'm very you know i'll think about my franchises for instance D- dubai um what about it i i don't think i'm married to, i don't think i'm married to real housewives of dubai mm-hmm. um i don't know if i will continue what about miami season. Uh, so Miami is on Peacock, and now they're bringing it. They're playing it on Bravo. Yeah, yeah. But I never was a really big like Miami fan. So yeah, I don't watch every single mm-hmm. thing. I watch okay. it. So my franchises are Atlanta, Potomac, Salt Lake City, New York, Beverly Hills, and New York. So five. Okay, and I will so from time to time. I'll catch an episode of New Jersey. 
I will kept catch an episode of um Miami. So now rank those five that you just uh, named. In terms of franchise? That you just named that you watch, rank them from just overall. No, from least f- uh five to one. One being the best to you. Okay, I'll say wait, who's and, number and, five? And and we're just doing overall, right? From beginning from the beginning of it, or just like, am I going off their past seasons? Just in your opinion, over what you've seen to up until now, past seasons included, and everything. Okay. Who is number one? Who's number two, three, four, five? Let's start backwards. Okay, I will say, I will. My number five spot will go to Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, I don't need to give a reason why. I just no, you don't. Okay. Not unless you want to. Yeah, Salt Lake City. I feel like. They definitely are relying heavily on archetypes that have been set before them. You said and camp. <laughs> not building out right. enough of their own, like, actual characters. Pers- and personality. Which I feel like is the issue with Dubai. I feel like they're relying mm-hmm. on, like, the archetype of the housewife. And that's what they're playing and not necessarily themselves. They're playing, I feel like they're very much playing characters. Right. Um, okay, who's so, number four? So that's Salt Lake City. Uh, I would say Potomac would be my fourth spot. Oh, okay. I do like Potomac. I do think that some of it gets stale. I feel like okay, Potomac could be... Uh, the narrative is <laughs> the narrative stale. Uh, stale. <laughs> I do think that they could probably make some recasting choices. For Potomac? Mm-hmm. Who are you recasting? Robin's got to go. I said, I agree. Robin's got to go from me. And I don't know if, I don't know. I'm like, let's keep Mia. Yeah, let's keep Mia. I don't even know how I feel about Mia either. I I for, honestly, Robin's I forgot Mia was there. So, damn. Okay, well, so that's number four. Who's number three? I'm going to give number three to Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. I think Beverly Hills has a lot of rich stuff that has happened over the years. And very, it's a very, very entertaining franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would give that to them. And then number two, it's New York. Nobody makes me <laughs> laugh like Real Housewives of New York. I am. These women are um, funny. These women are really funny. And I think what's cool about New York is that they actually really are. Or I no, I have to say this used to be is what was really fun about New York is that they actually all were connected like right. outside the show. Right. And I thought that that was really nice. Um, and then my top spot, of course, goes to Atlanta. I mean, if there's one thing that we know for sure and that can never be argued is that there would be no Real Housewives franchise if it wasn't for Atlanta. I think Atlanta has done remarkable things for in building up Bravo, Dubai, but has like created a like a it is an it literally is an institution. Yeah. And I think that the issues with Atlanta as of recent have dealt more so with that it's tough to find people that can play at that type of level. Right. Um, you have people, you know, I think that they got really I think they got super lucky with Kenya and Portia oh, yeah. coming in at the times that they did they needed because them. that was a that them. was just like a jump into you know what we were losing. I felt like with Kim Zolciak and Sheree, mm-hmm. um, and now Sheree is back and like I love that we can kind of keep bringing these you know bringing these people back um, to see where they are and get updates um, on them. So I think Atlanta is 
in a class of its own and on a plane by itself. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was our spill this week. Uh, it was about culture, uh, culture but this pop it culture took a quick turn into uh, housewives. But uh, when you're talking to me, it always turns that way. Well, so, we talked about a lot of good things. So, so, <laughs> so um, we're going to end it here, but you can continue the conversation with us on social media. Let us know what find, your culture moment was. Yeah. Find us at Cold Pop Show on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and TikTok. And you can find us at Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Marcus, where can they find you? At Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end on all the socials. And you can find wow. me at Trent Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. Girl, don't nobody care. Until next time, pop stars. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>